excited to make us a part of your week. We got a good one in store for you this week. We are going to be talking about the Super Bowl. That's where it is. We're leading up to the big game here this Sunday. We got some video game chat with some Elder Scrolls versus Final Fantasy, which I know Chris is dying to hear all about. Uh, we got a new digital card game out from the folks that make League of Legends Riot with Legends of Rune Terra. Got an announced date for Fantasy Star Online 2. The beta is launching. We have a new Mighty Duck show coming, some Transformers news, all the other stuff coming up. And to do it all and break it all down with me, my kindergarten classmate, Mr. Chris Maselli. Chris, what's up, man? What's up, dude? Um, yesterday, January 28th, yep. was a day that you're celebrating something that I hate and something that you enjoy. Wrestling. That, no, 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 uh, no. I don't hate wrestling. Okay. <laughs> Uh, yesterday was National Lego Day. You hate Legos? I can't, I, I don't, I, it's the most tedious thing in the world. The only thing I like wow. about Legos is the video games. Hmm. I, I hate putting together Legos. Wow. And you I, and, and our buddy Bill are, are pretty big in, I mean, not Well, like, it's my daughter. My daughter loves Legos. Yeah. So I like, I like, I really enjoy doing it with my daughter. I don't enjoy spending the money on the Legos. Cause to me, Legos right. are like. The most ridiculously overpriced things of it's all time. It's crazy, man. It's insane, man. Yeah. We do you have a, a Lego store near we do. local yeah. mall? Yep. We just got one. I think it was like last year or, or two years ago. Mm-hmm. Um and I I like going in there yeah. and I like looking at things. I'm in awe of like the things that people can build. Yep. But yeah, the price and just I don't I get frustrated, man. Like I, I like I don't have anxiety but i feel like it kicks up a little bit when i'm putting these things together when's the last time though you've really put together a lego set uh i bought my uh little cousin for christmas this was probably five years ago i bought him two different things uh halo lego stuff so it was like a warthog mega blocks those are mega blocks no 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 halo is mega blocks and mega constructs is halo Dude, Lego doesn't have that license. So you're saying, like, when you say Mega Blocks, so you mean, you mean like the big no, they're tiny. They they're tiny, like... just like Legos. But they're, they used to be called Mega Blocks. They changed the name because when people think Mega Blocks, they think really big. They're called Mega Constructs now. Okay. Halo. They, they were... do Destiny. They do Call of Duty. They got for all, all intents and purposes. They're Legos. No, they're right? not. They, that, they, they they attach together the same no, exact. Chris, that's like... that's like saying when you go to Universal Studios in in Florida that you're going to Disney. You ain't going to Disney. No. People say that. It, they say that it, they're not going to Disney. They're going to Universal Studios. They're going to Orlando. I get it. But you put them together the same way you put together Legos yeah, no, is what I'm saying. No. What do you mean no? You're saying they're the exact here's, same here's thing. Here's my man. point why I asked you when's the last time you did this. Because Legos now, like you get the book. We opened my daughter for Christmas, got Yoda. There's like right. 10 or 12 bags all numbered. And the book has little chapters, and you open up bag one to chapter one, and it just walks you right through it. Okay. Now, Mega Constructs or Mega Blocks made Destiny stuff. And, of course, doing Guardian Radio, they would send us some things. I put together the uh, – I forget what, what the boss's name was, but I put one together. It was a pain in the ass because they didn't break it down like that. They don't put it in the bat in the individual bags. They were just like, here's all the pieces. Go. I, that doesn't matter to me, man. I feel you I, on that. I feel you on that. But, dude, Legos now, it's so much easier. So uh, much easier now. I, I just, I, I, I can't. 
I just look at that, like all of the stuff that's there and, and, and see what it has to become. And I'm like, I don't want to do this. And like, I, I really hope my daughter and my son are not into Legos so, and just like looking at them. Like, so I'm going to start sending your kids Legos for their birthdays and Christmas presents. I'm just going to tell my wife, like every year, Chris's kids, we need to just send them Lego sets and get them into Legos. And next time we go, I'll have my my daughter, because your daughter, she loved my daughter when we were up there. Yeah. I'm gonna yeah, be like, Maddie, just bring your stuff. No. Show show Joey some Legos and we're gonna we're gonna get her into some Legos just, just to get under Chris's skin. There's two places they will go. Regifted or the garbage. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. The, I the just, worst is stepping on a Lego. That's where I thought you oh. were going with it. it was just like, I mean, that is like, it's even worse than stepping on like a Hot Wheels. At least Hot Wheels, a little bit more surface area. It's got a little bit like, I mean, a little tiny Lego is like a needle in the foot. It's the worst. Yeah. Well, right now my daughter has like the bigger blocks and those suck stand up, stepping on those oh, things because yeah. they're just ginormous. So the uh. crazy ones. All right, I feel you, you know, but like I said, the price of Legos, man, are crazy. You go to the Lego store, and I mean, obviously, there's the Mega Millennium Falcon that's like, what, $900, $800, which is just insane. But even just like a smaller one of just wanting to get like a small little X-Wing or Poe Dameron's X-Wing. It's like $150, and it's like, why? I just don't get it. I I mean, it's really got to be the licensing or something with those. You know, that's the only thing I can think of. We actually, I was telling you, what was that? Two weeks ago, I showed you the, we went to that store near us here that was like a media play that had all the books and all that. They had just a bin with bags and it was just a scoop and it was just like, like you're getting candy. You know, you pay by by the ounce, all these Legos in a big bin, take what you want, just pay by the ounce. Oh my God. That's pretty good. That's pretty cool. Like that was pretty neat. Yeah. I love it. I mean, I love, like I said, the, the video games are fun. The movie is phenomenal Perfect, right? the lego movie oh yep. my god um and i think the last time we went into the we don't go to that mall a lot but it's at crossgates but mm-hmm. um the last time we were in there they had the the disney um, castle castle yeah like wow man like that 300 again. bucks <laughs> you know what we've thought we've thought about it we've thought about Did it but you really i just can't man i can't spend that Do much on have, legos here's a business for you get people Hire people to come to your house and build the Lego for We're you. doing it. We're doing it right now. <laughs> I'm doing it. How great is that? <laughs> that would be, that's would be good. Business. I actually asked the guy yeah. at the Lego store. I, I uh, said recently, I said, like, who puts these together? And yeah. he said, depending on what it is, sometimes they come shipped already together and, like, glued uh-huh. together. But then okay. sometimes it's like they'll, you'll just get paid to come in in, like, three or four hours. You're just in the back putting together a set whatever it is the greatest job ever man i mean you would hate it you'd hate every yeah, minute no. of it but i mean if i got paid to do it <laughs> maybe right I, I would consider it yeah. yeah but my wife's not gonna pay me to sit at my my dining room <laughs> table and put together lego <laughs> uh, well what's up everybody thank you here for joining us here for another episode of the enthusiast life We're so glad you guys are tuning in here don't forget, you can email us, theenthuselife at gmail.com. You can find that down in the show notes. And if you're following the feed here and subscribe to the podcast feed, you saw here just the last episode was our Patreon episode number two. If you want to help support the show, just like all the people that were on that show, you can find all the information down in the show notes over to our patron uh, website. $5 gets you access to that exclusive show uh, early than getting it in the feed, plus gives you the chance to be on the show and you get exclusive access to our 
Discord channel. So we uh, big thanks to everybody who continues to support the show and everybody in our Discord chat. Thank you guys so much. And uh, we, we love having those conversations. And we would love to have more in there, too. Yeah. So come join us. You can find information uh, in the show notes. Um, we do want to start the show. I mean, obviously, here we are talking about Legos, and we're always having fun here on the show. But, um, you know, we generally we talk more movies, comics, and we even delved into sports a little bit. Um, but obviously, you know, the, one of the biggest sports stories in, in a really long time happened um, mm. here this past weekend. And we just, we got to talk about it because um, I think that's the interesting thing here with, with the story. Uh, of course, um, I'm alluding to um, the early death of Kobe Bryant and his daughter and uh, the seven other people on the helicopter with them. Um, you know, it, it's not that often that you see something like this, not only in sports, but something in sports that then transcends that and goes to all other kinds of mediums and you know kobe himself i mean the guy won an academy award last year right so i mean <laughs> right, he yeah. himself has even transcended sports and i think you know that was one of the things that was not only so shocking because of that but you know being 41 years old um you know chris and i and many people out there being parents themselves and just kind of the thought of you know what his family's going through not only losing the the head of their household and their their father um husband but then a child as well. Um, it, it, it was pretty tragic. Chris, you did actually a great episode. I listened to your episode of the Locked On oh, you did. Uh, Avalanche episode, which I definitely recommend people go listen to because Chris yeah. is definitely more versed on just Kobe in general. I mean, I was yeah. somebody who always kind of looked at and still do look at the NBA kind of from afar. I'm there for playoffs normally. I mean, the past few years, it's been more like when the Warriors are in it. Um, right. and you know, obviously, but Kobe was somebody that, you know, I've seen him play multiple times in the finals. Um, and he was somebody, Chris, you put it and I, I, I don't want to take your thunder on this one, but I need to, cause yeah. once you said this to me, this is it. Like this explains Kobe Bryant to a T like, even if you didn't watch the NBA and you weren't a Kobe Bryant fan, he was almost like Dale Earnhardt where even if you didn't watch NASCAR, you knew who he was and yeah. you know what he meant to the people who watch that sport week in and week out. And that, that's it. Like that was him. He, he was just, he meant so much to that sport and to those people. I, tragic, I remember, re, I remember seeing the headline of, of Dale Earnhardt when, uh, I just lo logged on to my computer at the time I was in college and uh huge headline ESPN, like Dale Earnhardt died. I'm like, what? Like, no. Yeah. And um, this time around, like I, my, my wife, we, we were just hanging around. Both kids were, were napping. So we were just not doing anything. We were just hanging around in the living room. And she's like, oh my God. I'm like, what? Like, what happened to the Kardashians this week? Like, <laughs> yeah. in, in my head. Yeah. And, um, and she's like, Kobe Bryant died. And the way of the world when something like that happens my reaction was like no like you know get off that yeah. you know the onion or something like that you know yep. um and then slowly but surely i started getting the the notifications on my phone and it's just like so it happened sunday we're recording this on wednesday mm -hmm. and it still feels just wrong yeah it does <laughs> it doesn't you know what i mean it yeah. just doesn't feel because like you said this doesn't this doesn't happen. This doesn't happen to, to young athletes as a whole. Um, it doesn't happen to, to young athletes of his stature. Right. Hardly ever. Yeah. You know what I mean? So and just like you said, like just to show you the, the reach he had, I host a, a, a hockey show 
where I talk about a singular team in the NHL every day for 20 to 30 minutes, I dedicated an entire show just to him. And, and you, you should know, have, and it was perfect. Yeah. yeah. And, and that just shows you right. It was right. the reach, the reach this guy had, um, not just the United States around the freaking world, man. Yep. They are like China. They've shown like, um, places in China, like people just like all wearing Kobe Bryant jerseys. The thing I said in, in the, the locked on, uh, episode when I said, um, you could have, doesn't matter what two teams are playing. And not against, uh, not, and the Lakers aren't involved. It'll be like the like the, the Knicks and the Celtics. There's somebody in the audience wearing a Kobe Bryant jersey. Yep, you're right. Guaranteed. You know, I mean? mm-hmm. he he just had, he had a reach that was just. I mean, he he, and I didn't want to do it on the show, and it's it's meaningless to do it. It's all trivial. But where he ranks in like you know the top ten, twenty doesn't matter. But he is high up there. He's probably a top ten player of all time, and it's <laughs> yeah. just. You, the guys like that, you just expect them to live out their days. And mm-hmm. and the thing with him is I remember following him from the time he got into the NBA because he went from high school to the pros and he was, depending on when my birthday fell, two years older than me and playing the sport I was playing in high school yeah. and going to the NBA. <laughs> so I hated him for that. Right, you know I mean? yeah. Like, yeah. I, I, and, and he was, in the early early in his career, he was just really cocky. Uh, he was really arrogant. He pissed Shaq off. They didn't get along well. But after that whole thing happened, like the, the sexual assault allegations and all that, and everybody is still kind of hung up on that when that happened. But my thing is like, what did you do after that? Right. How did you live your life after that happened? We don't know what, exactly what happened in there, so you can surmise if you want to. But what he did up until he he died was be a model mm-hmm. player, husband, father, and he grew up. Yeah. He, he was an 18-year-old kid, and he just matured, and he became a really likable professional athlete and and you couldn't help but root for him towards the end of his that's, career that's what i think is so interesting about him man is like like you said we saw him grow up literally yeah i mean the kid came out of high school and yeah. on national tv two to three times a week you could go on and see where kobe bryant was kind of in his life at that right. moment and then you know then it carried over to the olympics and i'm sure there was even the summer league and all those things and then post nba I remember, like you'd be watching Sports Center, and they would just show a clip of him and Gianna in the crowd. Yeah. So you even got to see Kobe as the father, and that—that's even what even you know for me almost made it even just worse. You know, being a father that just is terrible. But to to have those images of them smiling countless times on the sidelines, mm. and that's all you've been seeing all those pictures and that, and it's it sucks, man. Like it, yeah. it really, really is just a sad, sad thing. But you know, you you gotta. Just that there really is no silver lining to it, right? I mean, there is no way to to look at it other than to just look back at the life that he had and and all the lives that he touched and how many people play basketball because of him. I mean, Chris, you and I grew up in the age of Jordan and Bird and all those guys. Mm-hmm. Kobe was that to many people oh, today, you know, to younger oh, people today. Like he is their Jordan. Yeah. You know, what do you think of? I, I saw they were looking at maybe changing the NBA logo to no. his. You know, I'm not. So. I'm not down with that. No, no. I, I don't. I don't. That's you can't just go changing the logo. All it's as tragic as this is. 
you know, there's other ways to honor him, may, yeah. you know, give him the bronze statue, which they'll give him outside you know of gonna Staples happen, Center. Yeah. That's going to happen. Um, because if, if you're going to change the logo for anybody, it should be for Michael Jordan. So, you know what I mean? Like, and Jordan's in Agreed. his mid fifties. So you change it now in another 30 years, say Jordan lives till he's like mid eighties. Do you have to change it again? I, I'm just not yeah. down with that. I, I don't know why him there's been so many other uh you know in, incredible nba players that have passed away and it's never been discussed to change it but i think people are kind of like jumping the gun on this because of the way he died right like yeah we need to honor him this way and i don't i don't i don't think it's necessary yeah yeah but I mean, you know, the other thing, too, I think to kind of take away from this, because this really was one of the biggest, I think, losses or deaths kind of in the age, in the recent age of social media. You know, when you think about it, sure, we have these people that always have come and gone, but to have such a tragic loss like this, that a shockingly tragic loss, it just seems so much bigger than any any other, you know, celebrity that has died over the last few years you know and so i i think that if there is a takeaway from this to everybody listening to this and even you know tell your friends anybody you see online it's like just be nice to each other you know <laughs> always you know yeah. I, I mean really what what is the reason to have outrage online and all that or even your family members make sure you're calling your mom you're calling your dad right you know, yeah. like that was the first thing that just came to mind i mean i came home and hugged my kids you know, like that's just what we, we a lot of times you forget to do those things or, you know, your our lives are so busy and just so you're so caught up in, you know, either getting to work or getting on your phone or whatever it is that you're doing. Like, take a minute every once in a while and just. Well, there's yeah, be with the, the ones you love, you know, I yeah. mean, really, because you, you never know when it's your time. You don't. There's two there's tributes all over the place. And there's two that I would kind of impress to go watch. They're all over the place. Social media. The Jimmy Fallon one is really good. The story he tells, mm-hmm. first time he met Kobe Bryant, and Shaquille O'Neal. I saw ju- just the the panel that they had. Yeah, I saw that. Um, yeah. And he oh says God, exactly man. he says exactly what you just said. He and he admits he's like I'm bad at doing that. I'm bad yeah. at uh, just calling someone that I haven't talked to in a while just to say what's up. He goes, and this is forcing me to do that now. And and he's basically said the same thing. Like if there's anything good came out of it, it's forced me to to appreciate the people that are in my life, and to just give them a call if I haven't talked yep. to them. Just say, hey, what's up? Yep. And he's right. He's right. Totally so, right, man. Yep. So, but uh, yeah, Kobe Bryant definitely. Um, you know, he he was he was one of the best. Definitely oh out there. God. So. Yep. No doubt. Um, but yeah, so like I said, we just, we just felt like we needed to talk about it here on the show. I know you 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 got got to, you know, um, well, let's, let's try. I don't even know if there is like a good transition (laughs) away from that. Uh, We're going to talk about (laughs) video games and stuff, guys, but here's maybe somewhat of a little bit of a transition. It's still sports. It's a Super Bowl. Super Bowl is coming up this week. And I know we're not necessarily a sports show and some of you out there like, I don't care about sports, but the Super Bowl is just again, one of those things, whether you watch the sport or not, you know, the Super Bowl, you maybe, right. you know, maybe you watch the puppy bowl instead of the Super Bowl. <laughs> maybe you just watch the, the halftime bowl. show or you just watch for the commercials or whatever it is. Uh, we got the Niners and the Chiefs playing this weekend. I'm pulling for the Chiefs, Chris. I know. I know you can't, but I just I can't. I know. I can't. 
Um, I mean, no, and realistically, who do you think is going to pull this off? I mean, I think I hope it's a great game, but uh, I I do th- I think the Chiefs are in a better position to win than the 49ers. Um, but defense wins championships. Man. I that's that was my next statement, <laughs> and, and the 49ers have the defense, and that's right. uh, the the Chiefs don't. But the night uh, the Chiefs have a good offense, so. Yeah. I don't know. Some something's got to give. Oh, it's gonna be a good game somewhere. Man. I think I, I think wait. it really should be a good game. And the thing with the, the thing with the Chiefs is, I mean, we've seen it twice already in the playoffs. Is they get down and they come right back. So even if San Francisco gets up, could be by seventeen to nothing. Yep. This game is not over. Chiefs so, were losing twenty-four to nothing, and, and they scored thirty-five points in a quarter. It came right back to be ahead at the half. So it's insane. <laughs> Ridiculous. So yeah. Anything can happen, especially with that that Chiefs offense, which is and awesome. And the spread is a one and a half spread in favor of the Chiefs. So I mean, mm-hmm. yeah, even even pick. Vegas is thinking this is going to be yep. close. What do you think of uh, the halftime, Jennifer Lopez and Shakira? Uh, I think I might put it on mute and just watch. <laughs> <laughs> what are the odds that uh, Pitbull shows up? Ninety nine point nine nine. I mean. Isn't what, he... Here we go. What are the odds of Vanilla Ice showing up? Because they're in Miami, right? Uh, Beachfront Avenue. Show... Isn't that like is that like Beachfront Avenue is and that... all that? Isn't that from Ice Ice Baby? <laughs> that would be fantastic. Be man. great. Because there is, yeah. I mean, there's there's always that other person, and it's Shakira and uh, Jennifer Lopez. But they haven't said who else is going to be there, right? There's uh, going to be somebody else. What about gonna... Flo Rida? That's oh, I mean, you got he's got it. Go, welcome to my house. His namesake. It's my house. <laughs> we saw him. He, we E3. did see him at E3. Yeah. Ubisoft press conference, wasn't it? For like it just dance Ubisoft, or something. Yeah. Like blew our ears out. Like, yeah, it's yep. great. So, um, look forward to the Super Bowl next week. We'll be talking definitely about just commercials, all that stuff. We do that every year. So, uh, at least if you can, try to watch some of the Super Bowl. What are you doing for it? Uh, we're having just family. Just family's coming over, and yeah. uh, just like like snacky foods and all that stuff, yeah. and beer. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I think I'm doing nothing. Nothing. Wow. Yeah, yeah. I think I, the, me and the wife and the kids are staying home. Mm-hmm. Um, there was two two possible options that we could have gone to a friend's house or a family member's house, and with the kids, the other day, man, we, it's tough, right? Yeah, like we we probably could have worked it out where like my mother in law would have taken the kids and we could have went to one of the parties. Yeah. But I think kids or no kids, we probably would have left either one of those parties at halftime and just wanted yeah. to come home. So you know you're getting old when I know, man. You don't want to go to a Super Bowl party <laughs> and you just want to stay home. That's and what's like, gonna even, happen this year. We're having people here, but yeah. I know like it's just my parents, mother in law, they're all gonna be leaving, I'm sure, at half. And then my yeah. brother-in-law and sister-in-law are here with my two little nephews, but because it's my two little nephews with them, they're all they're going to be leaving at halftime. Yeah. So it's just like and, like squares. Uh, like I don't even care to get in squares yeah, anymore. No, like no. I, I I just want to sit home in my recliner, <laughs> watch the game, and yep, probably fall asleep before it is <laughs> over. See, the cool thing now with my son is like he's really into just like kind of sports in general. So like yep. him and even when everybody leaves, like him and I'll be up all night, which by the way, we, he stayed up late. It was a school night. Watched the Royal rumble. 
on Sunday. Right. It was up till yeah. about 11 o'clock, man. That's on right. a school night. That doesn't happen. So nice. we watch, watch Royal Rumble. And it's fun now that he's really into these things. So we can, you can right. have a lot of fun kind of watching them together. So we'll definitely be watching that. Um, at least at the end, I know with him. I'm sure my wife and daughter will fall asleep. And then, like I said, everybody will probably leave at <laughs> halftime. So. Yeah. Whatever. But uh, all right. Well, before we move on here, let's go ahead and thank our sponsors. Always our good friends over at GamerGoo. Big thanks to GamerGoo for continuing to support the show. GamerGoo is an antiperspirant for your hands. You can put it on. It lasts up to four hours for those sweaty gaming matches that you're having, whether you're raging because Destiny went down for eight hours because the patch came out and broke the game, or <laughs> maybe you're, you, you were inspired by the Call of Duty League that launched this past weekend, and you're like, I, you know what? I'm going to be a Call of Duty pro player. GamerGoo's got you covered you put this on it covers your hands for four hours to not have a sweaty controller you know the sweaty nasty controllers which i hate by the way and so i, I wear either the cinnamon or the teakwood scented gamer goo those are my two favorites for the longest time it was a cinnamon but now it is teakwood i absolutely love it all you got to do go to gamergoo.com use our promo code tell that's t-e-l you can save yourself 10 percent off your order and hey if you got a gamer in your life this is i'm going to throw this out there Maybe maybe Valentine's Day coming around the corner, right? Hey. You got a loved one. Throw a gamer. Right. Looking for something a little cheap to throw in there with a little, little bouquet of flowers? How about some gamer goo? You can throw in <laughs> some gamer goo with that bouquet of flowers and uh, <laughs> just use our code tell. Chris, I know where your mind's going. Don't even think about it. T-E-L. Save yourself 10% off your order by going to gamergoo.com. Or if, you're, if it's Valentine's Day... And you're gonna pop the question, and oh. you're getting little sweaty palms. Don't want to drop the ring in the in the in the grate. Goo it up. Yep, you don't want to drop it in the sewer. I don't even know why you'd be proposing you're a sewer, but you never know. Gamer goo, you're not gonna drop the ring in the sewer. Quote it back of the box. That's the tagline. <laughs> you use your gamer goo so you don't drop your wedding ring into in the sewer. The sewer. That's I what I'm saying it. right now. But in all seriousness, go to GamerGoo.com. Uh, they actually now have a whole uh, subscription service over there, too, where you can just say how many gaming sessions you have per month and pick the sense that you want. They send them directly to you. Make it easy. You don't have to go to the website and pick it or uh, you know, basically put your orders in. They just immediately send it to you. Go to GamerGoo.com. Use our promo code TEL, T-E-L. Save yourself 10% off your order. And if you do get yourself some GamerGoo, be sure to hit us up on social media by using, using the hashtag, YaGooing it. You're suing it. <laughs> you're dropping it in the sewer. No, you're not dropping it. Hashtag you're, you're not, not dropping, dropping it because you're going it. So big thanks again to Gamer Goo for continuing to support the show. Chris. Yo. Final oh. Fantasy 14. I've, I've set it aside for a little bit. Okay. I, I'm back to playing Elder Scrolls online, and I'm going to tell you why. Number one buddy of mine who I played destiny with for years. And I actually played elder scrolls online on the console with him for a long time. Um, he finally bought it on PC because the mm -hmm. new expansions coming out, mm -hmm. finally going to Skyrim. So mm. I know you like Skyrim. You like, I Skyrim. like Skyrim. I'm not yeah. trying to pitch you on this game, but I, I, I want to explain what I've kind of realized this week. So that, that made him buy the, by the, uh, uh, PC version. So we started playing, mm -hmm. And after playing so much of ESO, which people that listen to the show when I was just soloing it here in the beginning of the year heard me gushing about Elsewhere, the new expansion. And then I switched over to Final Fantasy XIV. Going back to Elder Scrolls, even though both are MMOs and the gameplay is different because Elder Scrolls Online is much more action-y. You're kind of swinging your sword and blocking and that. The worlds feel so much different, man. Like hmm. when you think MMO, you think this huge, massive open world, right? And people all over the place and running all around. 
Final Fantasy, the way that game is structured, the game, like the story has me hooked. Like that's what's had me going on for the whatever, 180 hours, 200 hours that I've played this year. Uh-huh. But the wor- I'm never really exploring the world. And, and the only time I'm ever playing with anybody else is when I'm doing the dungeons, which the game requires me to do. But I can't like, like we've been playing a lot with uh, Phantom. Uh, over in our uh, Discord chat, one of our patrons. And, I mean, Phantom totally got him into the game. Guy made a, a guild, which is awesome. He's, he's just going to town on the game. Yeah. But, like, the problem is, like, is when we can't do the story together. So yeah. he can't do the story missions with me. Where Elder Scrolls is just like, hey, here's a big open world. Go for it. Do your thing. <clears throat> like, you right. can share quests with each other. And, and that's the feeling, like, when I log into ESO, the world feels so open. And that I can literally, I'm just a small little piece in everything, you know, where when you log into Final Fantasy, because it's so story driven, right? you feel like you're just kind of on that straight path. Now, granted, I'm not at the end game of Final Fantasy and the game may change at that point once I catch up in the story. And then it's like, okay, now I have all these other side quests to do, but I don't, I, for some reason, I just don't think it will. Like, like Elder Scrolls, there's such a history in the world. It's like they built that world. It, it's almost like uh, Lord of the Rings where like Middle Earth you just know there's history there. You you can you can mm. go read it in the Similarian and all those books and all that's out there. It's there. Elder mm-hmm. Scrolls is the same way. That history is there. There are books. There within the game. There's friggin' books. Like you can find all that. Right. Where Final Fantasy is like, hey, here's our world. We got a little bit of a story, and we're gonna kind of giving it to you, or you know, backstory. But it's more about just run the story of right now. You're you're the warrior of light. It's you. You're the guy. Right. Where Elder Scrolls is like, you're just this little piece in this giant puzzle, man. So for you, which which hmm. game do you think would appeal to you more? If you had an MMO where it's literally sky's the limit, almost like a like a Grand Theft Auto, where it's like just do whatever I you was, want. I was going to bring that up. Or would you rather be more directed and have the ability to play with other people in certain times, but then it's more focused on you know a story built in there? What what game would appeal Ugh. to you more? I don't know because they, they they there's aspects of both of those that I like. I feel. Um, I mean, if, if this goes back to who, who are those ple- people that are, are with me, you know, is, is it just like True. random people that I don't know? Like, I think I'm over that with like yeah. my, my gaming career. <laughs> yeah. if, if I knew it was like you or, you know, right. When you're actually friends, it's more social people, at that point. Yeah. People, you know, in the discord or something like that. Like, yeah, I, I would absolutely jump on with those people. But the days of, um, you know, jumping on to Halo multiplayer and playing with a rando. <laughs> I'm not into that anymore. I yeah. don't know. It's just so, so yeah, I mean, both, both aspects appeal to me. I, I always love the idea of here is a massive world. Do what you want to do. Yeah. I love, I've always loved the idea of that stuff. And, uh, I kind of probably would gravitate more. Gravitate to that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I think that that's really, right now for well there's two sides of it like the one i love both games i'm gonna throw that out there i'm not saying like oh, i'm final fantasy now i'm never playing it again no like i'm these honestly yeah. when i when i step back maybe two of my favorite games of all time now that i'm like kind of yeah. kind of just stepping back and really looking at them like final fantasy is a very chill game for me it's like a game i can just kind of go in and i'm just like kind of in a zen mode where eso is more like i just want to enrapture myself in the world but 
I, I get a little bit of anxiety. Like you were talking about Legos. You look at all the stuff and you get anxiety. I almost get anxiety in ESO because there's so much Not to do. To go. You can yeah. literally do anything. Like <laughs> right. in, in Final Fantasy, there are zones you just can't go to because you're not the right level. In Elder Scrolls, it doesn't matter. Everything scales to whatever you want to do. So you can literally walk from point A all the way across the world to point B and be fine. You can level like my buddy Jaded. I, I'm... I think right now I'm like a, a one, for people that know ESO, I'm like a 158 champion point. He was like, I mean, today I think he finally hit 50, but like he was like a 33 or whatever. We both go into a dungeon together. Everything scales. So I'm not one-shotting things. He's not mm-hmm. getting wrecked. We're just mm-hmm. playing together. Like they That's just awesome. made that game where you can just play with anybody anytime, do whatever you want to do. And so it's 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 That's a game awesome. that I know months ago I was recommending people try out. And, and I say it now and I'll say it again. If you are a Destiny player and you're looking for a Destiny-like game kind of MMO, Elder Scrolls Online is that game because it's way more loot, way more story. You can play it first person if you want. I mean, it's fantasy, so you're not shooting guns. Right. But you can carry a bow. You can shoot a bow if you really want to do that. I mean, you could do it. But I think I think it appeal would that game would appeal more to Destiny players than like a Final Fantasy because Final Fantasy is set in the way of like World of Warcraft where it's more watching your cooldowns and hot bars and all that where okay. Elder Scrolls is just it's kicking Elder game, Scrolls man. Elder Scrolls is uh is free to play. You free you buy to play basically. Buy the base game. If you buy the base there's it's been out now what 5 years, 6 years. They do you buy it once, you got it. There are DLCs you can get that you can just pay for and have them forever or you can pay 15 a month. You get mm. everything all on always unlocked. They give you basically like you're paying 15. They give you essentially $16.50 into your credit to buy because you can buy horses and you know all the stuff in the game. So they're basically you're basically giving them money. They're giving you a little bit extra back, plus unlocking all the DLC for you, plus giving you like uh, actually this month is the first time I've ever subscribed to ESO Plus. So I play I've been playing this game for years, never subscribed, did mm-hmm. it literally two days ago just so I could go through some of the DLC that I hadn't. But the thing I didn't expect to enjoy was they give you a bag, which is like an inventory slot that Mm -hmm. all the crafting material and stuff like herbs or like leather, you know, you get off like a boar you killed or whatever, doesn't take up space in your inventory. You have another bag for unlimited, which is like Mm. a godsend because half of this game is like you kill something, you start collecting things and your inventory fills up and you got to either go back or just destroy it. Having that not even be an issue right, is, is like the great is well worth $15 a month. Like on top of the, you know, with, even without the DLC, I would pay that much more. Like it's, it's great. It's a godsend in that game. Um, so, but All it's right. free. You, I mean, and you know, Hey, final fantasy, you got to pay, you got to pay every month for that game. Where for, ESO, final fantasy. for final fantasy ESO, you don't, but, but you said there's a, there's both a games base great. pay for it. You said, Meaning what? what? Meaning for oh, for Elder if you Scrolls. if you bought Elder Scrolls Online right now, you could probably get the the bait. When I say base, I mean like the original game. Okay. You can probably get it at like GameStop for like seven bucks for the PS4 or even cheaper. And you probably are going to get yourself about really you would have unlimited time, but if you did all the te- all the quests and all that, it would probably take you two to three hundred hours. Right. And then you could still just live in the world all you want. And then if you wanted right. to buy a DLC, you just spend the money buy twenty dollar DLC. For the last three years, they put out chapters. So right. the Skyrim chapter that's coming out this this uh, when is that June? I think it's forty bucks for people like me who already own the game. If you okay. don't own all the other stuff, it's sixty bucks. 
but you get the last three chapters plus Skyrim. So you'll probably get like six to 700 hours of content. Jesus. Plus then you could play for plus and then they have the tiny DLCs that then you just get all unlocked as well. Oh my God. It's crazy, man. It's a huge MMO. It's huge. Yeah. But and you this don't. Is, so this is, just, this is console or this is PC it, too? Both consoles and PC. All right. You I see would, my wheels. I see it right going, now. man. Like, <laughs> and you know you got that new i would almost tell you if you if you have any saying. interest get it on the laptop because yeah. i bet you your laptop will run it because i mean oh, the game's yeah. five or six years old it'll easily run it and you just hook your oh, controller yeah. up to it man you can hop in and we'll tearing up some stuff in skyrim man okay it's great <clears throat> all right one, one quick little note here on video games too chris before we move on <clears throat> yeah they've announced the date oh the date for the fantasy star online 2 beta Oh, boy. It's coming February 7th. Oh, I thought I was going to have like some months before you nope. like disappeared from my life. No, nope. but... Friday, February 7th at 5 p.m. Yeah. But it's only going through Sunday. 5 p.m. like China time? Pacific. Not Pacific. Or... No, no, no. Come on. This is the English release of this thing, man. <laughs> so February 9th, 12 a.m. And uh, yeah, it's coming out. So February 9th, you said? Uh, yeah. So it's only two days. This is the beta. This is the beta okay. on Xbox, only on Xbox One. So, so that is my guess Sunday. is because they said everything that's coming with this will carry over mm -hmm. to the main game. My guess is the game will probably launch within, I'm, I'm going to go on record here. I said it on the Gamertag Radio episode. I'm going to say it again. Within a month of this, the game will be out. Okay. I think all they're doing is testing because the game is. It's it's been out for seven years or eight years in Japan. What what else do they need to do other than say let's turn on the servers? Yeah, they work. Okay, all right, everybody, just go, just play. Like, there's no. What else do they need to do? It's coming. It's, like, a, it's here. There's it, a comedian, uh, Brian Regan. You know Brian Regan? You know? No, I know. Stand up guy. Oh, he's if so I saw good. him, I may, but I don't, I don't you know. Might. And he does this one stand up big, moving into a brand new apartment. So he's getting all this stuff ready, and he goes, and I called the uh, I called the electric company to come turn on my electricity. And so I called them up and they were like, you know, uh, yeah. Oh no, we don't have to come there anymore. We just, uh, we we're right from where we are. We just flip a switch. So he goes, Oh, can, can you flip it? <laughs> and, and he goes, no, we're going to flip it next Thursday. So it's like <laughs> Almost exactly like fantasy star. Yeah. Just, so true. Whatever reason they're not flipping the switch. Just flip the switch and keep it flipped. Why do you need right. to shut it off at 12 a.m. on February? Just push uh, a patch out whenever you need to. Like, <laughs> but hey, whatever. Hey, they're they're it's coming. They and one of the interesting things that the game does that um, I had talked about on on uh, that gamer tag radio episode because again I've been playing the Japanese version honestly for years even though it's been yeah. off and on and not really an extended period of time until this past summer. Um, but one of the neat things this game does is they have specific, they call them urgent quests, or in, in the Japanese version, it's emergency quests. But here, I guess mm -hmm. in the U.S., we're going to call them urgent quests. So like February 7th from 8 to 8.30, the Cradle of Darkness is available. And that's it. Okay. It's the only time. Okay. 10 to 10.30, Giant mm -hmm. Automata, The Awakening is available. And like that's one of the things in Japan. People have built like programs for your phone that will like go off and be like, you got to get oh, on because the Cradle of Darkness is available because there's right? only certain loot you can get from that, you know? So it's like yeah. it just becomes this like addiction over there. And they even have it. It's available on the Switch over there. It's available on the PS4. It's available on the PC. It's available <sighs> on your phone. Oh my and God. it was even available on the Vita. 
So the, v- the Vita is still a thing. It was seven years ago, so it's still working now. Like so, <laughs> oh so God. this game has been like this. People, it's been an addiction for people over there. Like, imagine your phone going off, and me like, oh crap, I can get in the cradle of darkness and fire it up on your phone right then and there That's and just do cool. it. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, I don't know if they'll bring that to the states. It wouldn't surprise me if they do, but um, I mean, is it just not popular over here? Is that? Is that, I mean, what's the following it has in the U.S.? Uh, it's just a weird cult following, I think it is, man. Like, the original one was huge because it was the first console MMO. It was on the Dreamcast, yeah. and then it came over to the Xbox and to the PlayStation. And then Fantasy Star Universe came out on the Xbox, and everybody was kind of like, eh, like it wasn't that great. You know, so a lot of people just either played other things, and I think World of Warcraft came out and just kind of, like, crushed it on the PC. Yeah. And um, then Fantasy Star Online 2 was coming out, so everybody was all excited. This was in 2012, I think that was. So everybody yeah. was all excited, and I remember even probably talking about it on our old show, like, oh, this is going to be amazing. I think so. They yeah. announced it was coming to North America. The Japanese version came out, and then like a year later, they just took the North American website down, and that was it. And okay. so it's always been this thing of like, where is the game? Why aren't you making it? So a bunch of fans went out and came out with a program that um, you, it, it's just, uh, what is it called? The PSO2 Tweaker. And what they do is like when a patch pushes to the game, give those guys like 24 hours. They basically go in and translate it and put the patch in. Now you have to create a Japanese Sega ID account, which is kind of a pain in the ass because you get to a point where you have to do a captcha and it's all Japanese. Oh boy. Right. It's Japanese writing. So I had to go into like websites. There's like this translation page. Yeah. You just got to do the best you can trying to figure it out. It took, took me probably like 10 minutes but really? I got it got my account and then now I, you can just you log in and you just can play and like most english-speaking people said like when you log in you kind of pick a server so it's like ship two block one that's where the english-speaking people are so you go in there yep. you'll see some other japanese players but that's where the japanese people are or the american people are english-speaking english, people wow. and that's how it's been for the last seven <laughs> years and now suddenly Finally, Microsoft stepped up and said, we're going to make it happen. And so they're All doing right. it. That's good. Good on so, them. Yep. That's why, yeah. I don't know. And I'm I'm just very interested to see how this game works. Because I'm, as as super excited as I am, it's, it's almost been one of those more, you're excited. Again, because it's, like, it's like a cult following. It's one of those things that, like, you just love it because you love it. But when you actually play it. People out there are going to, you're going to see the appeal of it. And I know there's going to be a lot of people that are going to enjoy it, but because it's such a dated game, like, yeah. I mean, I, I was actually talking with my buddy Jaded, who's a huge Fantasy Star Online fan too. We were just talking like the fact that they announced this is coming February 7th and we just subscribed to ESO Plus. It's like, yeah. we're going to play Fantasy Star Online, but in the end, it's like, hey, he's the one I played it with over the summer. It's like, we kind of already did that. Did it, yeah. And really, yeah. ESO is the better game. Like in the right. end, like it really, really is. Because this is a free-to-play game that is very grindy, and they want you to spend money, so they have yeah. things in there to make you do that. But just there's something about Fantasy Star Online, dude. That I, I I'm. Yeah. They're saying everything is coming over from Japan. I, I don't know how it's gonna happen, man. There's some things in that game that just would not fly. Oh really? It's just weird, man. It's well, I don't want to say it wouldn't fly. It's just so weird, man. People are gonna see it, and that—that's what almost makes it fun. And just, it's great. It's great. I can't. I think the appeal is gonna wear off pretty quickly for you because you're you're up to speed on what, yeah, what this game is all about. And I think the, you know, it's gonna load up, and you're like, oh my god, like it's actually here. 
and uh, I've done all this. <laughs> well, I definitely yeah. didn't do all of it because I only played. We only played like thirty hours over the summer, just to kind of really because I wanted to get like what is a day in day out. What is it like to play Fantasy Star Online too? And so we kind of learned that. And I think for me, what what could keep me to it is what kept me with Destiny for so long was mm-hmm. the people I play with. If mm-hmm. I log in every day and there's two or three people that I can go on missions and questing with, it's more about let's get together and just hang out. And right, that's right. kind of what's happened with like ESO recently was like my buddy Jaded, dude. We I mean we played Destiny like every day together for years right and then i started playing final fantasy unfortunately and yeah. he just was he stopped so we just hadn't hung out in a while so right, right. it's been great this last week you know getting back together and playing some elder scrolls with with him so knowing this game's coming out he i mean he's in he's a big fantasy star online fan too so we're gonna it's gonna be fun and it's what's gonna be cool is getting all these new people coming to it i think it's right. gonna be neat but all right enough about video games let's talk about okay. something that i didn't even know i needed in my life and you probably didn't either. No. But Chris, we're getting yeah. some more Mighty Ducks. I mean, let's get some Gordon Bombay. That's what I'm talking action, about. Man. Like, did you like, ever think we'd see that or even think you wanted that? I didn't even know Emilio Estevez was still alive. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, when's the last time he did anything? I don't know. It's been a while. Probably Brat Pack stuff, but. I'm sure. Um, Disney Plus. Yeah. We're getting uh, a, yeah. a series. And we don't have any other information other than that. Like, no, I don't even think they've started filming. Uh, I don't think there's a release date or an expected release date of this thing, but it's going to be a series, right? Yep. It's not going to be a movie. It's going to be a series. whole new cast of kids, I'm sure. Because I, I, the one thing I do know about the series is yeah. uh, the kid that played, or the, I say the kid, the guy who played Goldberg, Sean Weiss. He ain't going to be on it. He's not going to be on the show because he was just arrested <laughs> for burglary and meth charges. Uh yesterday oh man and he looks bad he looks really bad <clears throat> yeah he he lost all the weight you could say <laughs> i mean i feel bad for the guy but yeah, uh man. yeah i mean and and he's been in trouble for quite a while mm. for quite a while he, he got arrested a couple months ago too so he's, he 40 years old him. says yeah yeah but he looks like he's like he 60. looks like yeah, he's 100 i mean and it's crazy man like you know being working in the pharmacy being a pharmacist we have people that come in <clears throat> trying to get Sudafed, yeah. buying syringes, and it's he he is stereotypical those people. And you, I'm sure you work with people, you know, kind of oh, doing yeah. some of the things you do. Yeah, you know, you see it all the time. It's crazy, but no, he won't be on it. But who will be? I mean, all they really said is Emilio Estevez. They haven't really said if any of the who who is the kid who was the kid he, he was in Dawson's Creek right Dawson's Creek wasn't that him It was him I think it was him Yeah yep. Yeah I mean does he come back do, With these shows like these reboots that everybody does You always wonder like what cameos are gonna Are gonna come back in, Into an episode here and there mm-hmm. I would think I don't know where any of these people are I, I, I wish I should have looked up like who Has anybody really made it from the Mighty Ducks Like other than him Other than Yeah I don't Dawson's know. Creek I don't know I can't picture of any in my head <clears throat> But hey, I think I think it'll be good to have a good hockey show. Good hockey show, a hockey movie, family coming back, friendly show. You know what I mean? Yep. So, and the ducks are classic. So, yep. Uh, all right. Let's see. Speaking of some other movies, it's been announced that there are now two separate Transformers movies in the works. Uh, there's going to be one set in the Bumblebee. Uh, age or, or timeline, if you want to say so, probably like a Bumblebee two, I guess maybe, and then Bumblebee. possibly 
they have Bumblebee to tuna. That, they have to call that Bumblebee tuna. <laughs> <laughs> they have to. Bumblebee just, tuna. It's set up perfectly. <laughs> um, and then possibly a Beast Wars, which is kind of like the uh, the animal type Transformers where they turn into those crazy uh, you know gorillas or dino. They even had like the dino oh, really? or the dino ones. I don't know. What do you think, Chris? Know. Do you enjoy the Transformers movies? I don't like the Transformers movies. I, at I, all. You don't at I, all. No, man. I, I, <laughs> I tried. I really did try. Um, you didn't like the first I, one? No, dude. No. And that's, I think, because, because of that one, and I just could not. I couldn't. I had to shut it off. I was getting a headache. Really? There just because the action? Too, there was too much up, way too up close footage and stuff just moving all over the place. And I literally was getting a headache huh. and I shut it off. I could not finish it. And that's, that's a Michael Bay movie. Yeah, it is. And, and I mean, I wanted to watch it for Megan Fox, but, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and maybe they got better as they went on and see, but it seemed like the story was kind of engaging and cool. And, um, but once the action came, remember, it, I, I remember saying, um, uh, Venom, the Venom movie. At the end of the Venom movie, like that fight was like a Transformers. It movie was, yeah. It was just you couldn't see anything. You couldn't see what the hell was going on, and it was really pissing me off. So I, I gave up on it. And have I gone to any other Transformers movies? I haven't. So I'm, I would, I'm sure I would urge you to go to Bumblebee, right? Because Bumblebee was kind of its own thing. And I mean, there's Transformers in it, but it wasn't as over the top as really any of the other movies. Um, but see, I really enjoyed the first one because, like, I, yeah. I I think we didn't even see it in theaters. We saw it like at home, probably right. got it on Redbox or whatever. And I remember like just enjoying kind of the like as much as Shia LaBeouf or LaBeouf, like just that character yeah. he played. He was just kind of like this bumbling kid that like wanted to get the girl. And I I don't know what it was. There was just something about it that was just a fun movie. Second one, we saw that. I enjoyed it. And then for me, they all kind of fell off after that because uh, just okay. the Transformers story, I just wasn't – I, I, I like Transformers as a kid, but I wasn't like a diehard Transformers guy. Right. So I think right, if right. you were diehard Transformers and into Cybertron and all that stuff, like I could see you really, really enjoying them. Um, but Bumblebee I enjoyed because it was kind of, again, kind of back to that original movie where it was just like – them discovering the Transformers for the first time. You know, it seems okay, like the movies yeah. really just got so far out where we lived in a world where Transformers were there. And right. that just, that wasn't appealing to me. I liked the idea of them kind of discovering them. So I would be interested in what a Bumblebee 2 would be. Um, and then the Beast Wars, I mean, I don't know, that could be so over the top. But I kind of wanted to talk about this because as far as we know, Michael Bay is not involved. Right. And then it brought up the idea like immediately in our Discord chat, I forget who posted this in there. Maybe Falcon yeah. or, or whoever it was or, or Squid put this in there. And like Chris immediately just all right, said, oh, <laughs> yeah. that's cool. And Chris was just like, oh, it's Michael Bay. I'm out. And I'm like, <laughs> what is it about Michael Bay? Because that's like, that's just the thing. Everybody says that. And is it is right. it because the only thing I could put my finger on is like he did. Didn't he do the Pirates of the Caribbean movies? Uh, he did. I don't know. I think did he? They're great. Uh, like, what's wrong know. with those movies? The, Who okay. cares? The first one was good. The other ones, well, I could ever. not just, get into. They're them. just fun summer popcorn movies, right? They're not yeah, meant to be terrible. like a Star Wars where you're investing all this time in that. No, of course then, not. Is it? Did Michael Bay lose everything and lose everyone when he did Pearl Harbor? 
And it was like, he never should have done a historical movie. He should be doing Transformers movies. He should be doing these just crazy over-the-top action movies. Though when he tried to put that into something as serious right. as Pearl Harbor, it was just dumb. Like, why? Were, well, right? well and, and I mean, he's just the wrong guy to do a historical film. He... First of all, he's like the the nickelback of directors. Like <laughs> he's just so easy to make fun of. Um and he was playing off of Titanic and because it came out uh you know a few years after Titanic. Titanic yeah. came out what like 95, 96. This came out in like 2000, 2001, Pearl Harbor. So um he was playing off of that I'm going to focus more on the love story than really what happened in honor like Pearl Harbor. And that's just the wrong thing to do. Yeah. That's the wrong event to pick to do that. And and I that was I remember that being one of the first movies where I'm sitting in there like this isn't good. Like normally it's like after the fact and you yeah. think about it and you're like, eh, it wasn't my thing. But for me, for that movie specifically, it was when um the attack happened, everything is the dust is settling and uh, Ben Affleck, or is it right? Yeah. Yep. Ben Affleck is still pissed off at his former lover. Like <laughs> you just cheated death a thousand times over, and we're still gonna get pissed off about that. Like, <laughs> let's let's be thank. We were talking beginning of show. Hug the ones that you, exactly you yeah. are alive. So it's just stuff like that. It's poor writing. It's it's uh, uh, Armageddon is another example, and and I think I've mentioned this to you with Armageddon. Uh, ben Affleck, again, Ben Affleck, went up to him and said, why are minors learning how to be astronauts? Wouldn't it be easier for astronauts to learn how to be minors? <laughs> and he told Ben Affleck, shut up and act, was his like response. Wow. And it's true. Like The easier thing to do <laughs> yeah. is be a minor, not an astronaut. Yeah, why would... So, <laughs> <laughs> it's so stupid. I just blew that movie up for probably a lot of people that never yeah. really thought about this. Yeah. So, Dumbest thing in the world. Yeah. It, he's just uh, he's he's out for the explosions. And that's fine. That's a genre of movie. And I, I appreciate the fact that he doesn't win Academy Awards <laughs> because he doesn't <laughs> deserve them. Like the, that that's a niche style of movie that the summer blockbuster and he he takes that and runs with it. Um, I don't know. It's just it's it's too it's too much for me just, you know, when when you got nothing else to do, so let's blow something up is kind of his mentality. Yeah, pretty much. I don't know. But it's funny, though, thinking of, you know, you would almost think that, well, I guess, I mean, he did, I'm sure he did movies before Pearl Harbor. I don't know. I mean, it seems like I didn't know his name until Pearl Harbor, and then suddenly every Michael Bay movie after that was where, you know, people yeah. just rip it on the guy. But, like, you look at, like, James Cameron. You mentioned Titanic. Guy does, like, Terminator. You know, big action movie, Terminator 2. I mean, those are huge right. action movies. But then is able to transition and do Titanic. And right. sure, there's a big love story in that, but he still handles handles the disaster and all that. Oh, sure. Right. Right. Does right by those people and those victims. But then you look at Pearl Harbor, and it's like, <laughs> yeah. with Michael Bay, like, what are you doing, man? Like, if you're, yeah. you're going to use and kind of feed off what James Cameron did, do it, do it the right way. Like, look, look at what he did. He didn't just make a love story and that was it like it was he actually honored the thing that happened yeah. and really in the end 
I don't want to say one is worse than the other, but you would think Pearl Harbor is the one that is, is more recent. It had the bigger impact and things <laughs> yeah. like that. Yeah, the, uh, more right. more people. I mean, I, and I'm willing because you you had said he's not involved with this uh, Transformers thing because he wants to try. He wants to go down different avenues, you know, or whatever. However, he wants yeah. to do different projects, original projects. He said, "All right," and and I'm willing to, you know, see where he goes because I he's he's tr- he's tried going into like the the suspense and horror genre that haven't been awful. So I think he's he's trying to branch out, and I'll give him the opportunity. Like, look at you know actors like uh, Tom Hanks. Like we forget he did like Joe versus Joe the versus volcano, the volcano. <laughs> and and Turner and Hooch and stuff like yeah. that. And then when he did Forrest Gump, it was like this guy's the greatest actor ever. Philadelphia and yeah, man. So it, it can happen in the directing world too. So uh, I think he just held on to those actiony things for too long, and he became kind of like a punchline rather than just doing those to get his foot in the door. And then moving on to trying to spread his wings, he's just like, I can make a summer blockbuster yeah. and make it a, a multi-hundred million dollar movie. And he's stuck doing that for I, too long. I would almost urge you, though, still, and even people out there that haven't seen it, go see, go watch Bumblebee. Bumblebee, Bumblebee is yeah. good. Like we went, That was my kids had never seen any Transformers movies, and my daughter loved it. Like yeah. she, like Bumblebee, like we walked out of there and she was like, I love Bumblebee. Bumblebee's really? great. Cause he, cause that's really what the movie is. It's more about just this weird alien that shows up with this girl who, you know, is kind of a loner herself Yeah, and just kind of the, there's funny moments of, you know, which same thing was in that first movie. And that's why I said it to me, it was like the first Transformers movie of she's trying to hide Bumblebee, you know, from people. So people don't see okay. him and just the way he acts. And it's just, it, they really did a good. And honestly, if I had to say, out of all the Transformers movies I've seen, I think Bumblebee's the best one. Really? Easily. Easily my favorite. Because it's it's focused on one thing, it seems like. It's yep. focused on him. Yep. Instead of like the big war and all that. And John Cena's in it, too, I'm just saying. Oh, yeah? The champ is there. <laughs> the champ. Can you, can you see him? Yeah, uh, sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, uh, one more last quick story here. There is a new book. Coming out that is going to dive into Poe Dameron's past, Chris. Uh, cool. Yeah, it's kind of neat. It's all it's going to have, uh, I guess, a bunch of uh, stuff about him, how he was. If you remember, you, we learned here that he was a uh, spice runner. Uh, mm-hmm. We're going to have get a little bit of the story between Zori Bliss and Babo Freak. It's going to oh, be in nice. it as well, which is pretty <laughs> awesome. Uh, I guess it's set to come out August fourth. It's called Star Wars: Poe Dameron Freefall. Cool. Take that for what it is. I liked Poe at the more the movies went on. Like in, in uh Force Awakens, like I thought he was a cool character, but I, I wasn't like so connected to him. Mm-hmm. Um and then I thought he was more interesting in Last Jedi and then even more interesting in uh Rise of Skywalker. So I, I think as a character I'm I'm interested to know what his past is all about. Yeah. Yeah. Especially, I think, because they kind of expanded it more. Because there has been, we mentioned it off the air here, but there's a, a great comic series. Is this still going, the Poe Dameron comic? As far as I know, it is. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, don't it, think they I, I read like the first like 10 or 12 issues of that when they went, um, I think one of the times on Unlimited. Yeah, it's great. Like, I mean, it yeah. really follows him, but it's kind of following him now. I mean, he's part of the resistance, or maybe it was, I can't even remember. Was it even the lead up to Force Awakens? Maybe I, I don't think it was. I, think, I yeah. can't remember. But it, yeah. but it was more current, if you want to say, where this right, is right, actually right. going back. And especially because we learned about Zori Bliss and Babu Frick and all that. We're going to get kind of the history there. But 
it's a and, and this shouldn't be a bad thing because I guess it'd be a quicker read, but it's a young adult book. Okay. So it's not one of the actual it's novels. Deep dives like But yeah. they consider these canon. So okay. they so do. It's still a story. Yeah. Yeah. So it's still out there. So like I said, it'd be a quicker read. <laughs> or right. or a quicker listen on an audiobook. Yeah, it'd be um, a listen. But yeah. Yeah, interesting. Uh, all right. Well, speaking of listening, Chris, to wrap it up here, you got a podcast? Yeah. For this we got week? a really got? good one. Got a really good one. This is uh, Netflix, their first foray into the podcasting world. Oh, nice. Do you got to have <laughs> um, a membership? No. <laughs> no, no, no. You can get this anywhere. Um, and it's called The Only Podcast Left, not to be confused with the last podcast on the left. On which the, is, oh, yeah. Don't, yeah. Don't confuse it don't, with that. Don't listen to that one because I don't really like that one. But um, The Only Podcast Left, it's a scripted story that they're telling and uh basically what it is is uh high school students um have survived a zombie apocalypse so there's a zombie apocalypse going on in the outside and they are a part of the av club of the school that they attended and they are well in the first episode they are still locked in the school so this girl who was kind of like the head of the the av department or she was a student so the head of the av club uh, decides to why not start a podcast in the middle of the zombie apocalypse? Okay, so she as one does, she, yeah. So and and that's that's part of the joke is like the other people that she's with are like, why are you doing this? Like we're trying to survive here, and she's like, oh, I need to do something. It, it's funny. It's really really funny. Huh. And um, they they ha- so she she gives everybody like aliases and different names. So she and it's all it's all revolved around like school so she calls herself harvard because she always wanted to go to harvard and she's never going to harvard there's mit is another character nice there's there's one his name is gap year and (laughs) it's not it's not because he took a year off well he did take a year off between high school and college but he thought gap year meant you had to go work at the gap for a year oh okay until you until you go to college ha ha play on words so, but it, it's, they, they try to do, she, she wants to do all these like different segments and have like, they call them ghoulies, um, and have like a, a celebrity ghoulie of the week interview. And it's, they, every single episode, they make one reference to how they hate Jimmy Fallon for whatever reason. Um, and not, I'm not spoiling anything, but in the sec at the end of the first episode, they get like run out of the school. And when it picks up in the second episode, they have found Mark Marin's house. Oh, who, really? Who is dead? And he runs the podcast in real life, WTF, with yeah. Mark Marin. So they go to his house because they know he has all podcast equipment and they can use it. That's awesome. <laughs> I was going to say, so I wonder if him or even Fallon, like, are they producing it at all? I don't know. Like, they mention Jimmy Fallon every single episode and how they hate him. So wow. I don't know if it's just a running joke and, it, and they do it kind of in a funny yeah. type of But, um, and it's called and the last moments, podcast. It's a, it's the 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 only podcast left, is right. what it's called. So and like I said, it's a Netflix produced one, um, and I think there's seven or eight episodes out right now. But it's funny. There's there's hmm. some funny things going on, and there's like there's there's a lot of people alive. It's not like they're the only ones left. Um, there's there's different like factions almost that are all around where they're living 
and they'll bring one of them in from another faction and interview them. And uh, they may have these two girls that are uh, still making donuts, <laughs> even though the zombie apocalypse is still going just, on. Just doing it. So they're just still making donuts. So they interview them and everything that they talk about is like sexual. And it's just it's it's funny. It's a really so how, funny. How long? Because I'm looking right now. Is there only like six episodes? Yeah, I think there's like, yeah, is it say six, six or six, seven. Yeah. Um, yeah, they're like 20 to 23 minute episodes. Yeah. Really quick. It's funny. Hmm, I'm trying to look too. Yeah, I don't, I don't really recognize any of these names. And the, and the cool thing that they do. Oh, with who, who the people are? Like the like, creative team behind it. Oh, okay. I don't okay. recognize anybody. Um, almost with every podcast I listen to, when the ads come around, I fast forward through them. You know what I mean? Yeah, except, I do it. Except for ours with, yeah. Uh, but in this one, the way they implement the ads is like part of the story. That's great. Like they do, um, what's that uh, mattress that you see on on commercial? Purple. I don't know if it's purple. I can't remember. It might be purple, something like that. But they use that. They're like, oh, let's hear from our sponsors now and how they have like purple mattresses up against the window so they can keep the door <laughs> shut. You know what I mean? It's just really creative how yeah. they do how they do the whole show. So awesome. check it out. It's funny. It's a funny Only show. Podcast left. Yep. Uh, all right. Well, let's, uh, let's wrap it up there, Chris. Um, you know, don't forget, check out Chris's podcast. I definitely recommend you do the lockdown avalanche. Check out that Kobe Bryant episode. Uh, it was great. What was it like 30 minutes, 35 minutes, something like that. Yeah. yeah about went for that, a while. Yeah. It was good. Yep. Uh, definitely check that out. Um, other than I'm looking next week. I mean, we got the Super Bowl. We're going to be talking next week. Probably the commercials we'll be diving into. Yep. Um, what else? I don't watch. Now, they release the commercials before the Super Bowl now, and I don't like that. I don't like that either, man. It's I don't really... like that. So I, I'm not. I don't watch them. I don't yeah. cheat. I watch them as they come. So yep. we'll be doing, uh, of course, the halftime. We'll be talking about that. Actually, you know, we didn't talk about it this week because we were going a little bit long winded. But I think next week I do want to talk a little bit about uh, the new digital trading card game, Legends of Rune Terra. Uh, I mentioned it here at the top of the show that we were going to talk about it, and we kind of skipped over it. Uh, it's out there by Riot Games, the guys who make League of Legends. So, obviously, League of Legends, one of the biggest games in the world, especially in the, in the esports land and all that. Um, they're out there trying to compete with Blizzard and compete with Hearthstone. Uh, hmm. with this game, Legends of Rune Terror, it's, uh, it's cool. It's free. Check it out if you got a P- if you got it on PC. It's definitely going to be coming to mobile at some point. Um, but it is kind of the perfect blend of Hearthstone with magic the gathering and um it's cool it's fun check it out uh but other than that thank you everybody for tuning in however you're tuning in whether it's through podbean through itunes your podcast service of choice as always we appreciate it and with that i'll catch you next week take care y'all chickens jason mentos jason